Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region. Shalom and welcome to another episode of Editor's Notes of TV7 here in Israel. I'm Jonathan Hassan and with me in the studio is uh, TV7's producer uh, and production manager, Yair Pinto. Uh, Yair, how about you start today's program once more with uh, a prayer and then we'll dive immediately into today's uh, topics that we would like to share with our viewers. Great. It's great to be here again and I will start with prayer. God, we pray that you bless us, bless our families, bless our viewers, and bless uh, whoever is watching us. Help us in these uh, hard times. We know that you are always in control. Uh, be with us and encourage us. B'Shem Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. And Jonathan, we have some exciting news to share with our guests, with our viewers. And uh, some of them may already know that we launched a new program called Watchmen Talk. Could you please uh, share a little bit about the development of launching this program? I know it was really excited for me because it was something that we've been wanting to do for a long time, and really God gave us the means to to do it and to actually launch it. Please. Well, actually, initially, uh, we didn't have the means and it was a leap of faith, mm-hmm. but uh, God really provided by the uh, gracious support of our viewers and, and uh, uh, people from around the world uh, that really come together and, and realize uh, with conviction the importance of what we do and how uh, everything that we do serves for a purpose, uh, a Bible-based purpose, mm-hmm. I would like to call it. Uh, Watchmen Talks was indeed broadcast on, on Wednesday evening, Israel time, mm-hmm. uh, as we're uh, broadcast at uh, uh, GMT Plus 2, so at uh, 9.15 in the evening. It was aired just 15 minutes after uh, TV7 Israel News on social media. So it, it has not yet broadcast on uh, the cable channels and satellite channels where we broadcast, but this will soon also follow, mm-hmm. and that's very exciting. Once again, Watchmen Talk, it aims to present uh, the professional leadership, if you will, of, of Israel with all, uh, uh, who, all the people who, who are the watchmen on the walls of Jerusalem, um, metaphorically speaking, because their, their offices might be all over, all the, over world. the world or behind the scenes, indeed, etc. Indeed. Yeah. So uh, we were very much honored by uh, Ephraim Alevi, who mm-hmm. was the former Mossad mm-hmm. chief and head of uh, Israel's Security Council uh, under three serving prime ministers, uh, Ehud Barak, uh, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, and uh, Arik Sharon, also uh, serving in different capacities uh, uh, thereafter. But uh, one of the special things is that because it was so overwhelming uh, and, and insightful, uh, we asked him uh, kindly to stay for a second program in order to really provide the big picture, also relevant for today and also from the past. To mm-hmm. better understand today, we need to remember the the news of yesterday, and uh, that way we're also able to move into tomorrow yes. more understanding more capable of knowing how to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and the situation in general and also the decision making behind things which Mm -hmm. is very important crucial because uh, ultimately as Ephraim said it's not only about assessment it's also about knowing the other side's capabilities and how you take those two tools in order to move forward in the defensive capabilities of Israel Mm -hmm. and other countries and generals as well, but here specifically we're speaking about the peace of Jerusalem. So this is very exciting. And uh, of course, it has 
a biblical request to it mm-hmm. to pray for the leaders. Yes, it, we always call call on you to pray for for the peace and salvation of Israel and uh, for the peace of Jerusalem. But the Bible also calls us to pray for the leadership of our countries and of our uh, cities. So let me read this first. Go ahead. Uh, I'll tell you. Okay, it's on 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1-2. Therefore, exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and reverence. And reverence. Indeed. Yes. Prayer is vital. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's, it's uh, important to note, and I, and I know that uh, most of our viewers who are believers understand the significance of prayer, uh, of, prayer mm-hmm. of communicating with God, and God encourages us to communicate with Him. He wants to be in our midst, and He provides us with all kind of uh, uh, notes in order to understand how to pray together and move and present Him our hardships, our difficulties, our challenges, and how he uh, promises us, provides us with a list of promises of being there in our midst and uh, joining the, uh, us in, in that. Uh, we, of course, pray for our viewers repeatedly. We've received numerous prayer requests from all over the world, uh, really praying for people who are sick, people who are uh, in economic hardships, people who are in uh, various situations that uh, we come together and, and we pray for. Of course, also we pray for in our uh, own uh, houses, in our apartments, and so on. Uh, but at the same time, uh, we came to a realization, and, and I've been pushing for this for quite some time now, but uh I asked you to uh, start and working towards uh, a new program uh, that would be based on Matthew 18. So Matthew 18, 19 to 20, and I'll uh, read it quite uh, uh, quickly. Again, I say unto you uh, that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. And this is, of course, Yeshua speaking to us, the the body of him uh, here on earth. And uh, I I started to think, okay, how can we materialize this? How can we uh, form some uh, program that would really um, provide an added value to the body of Christ to join in prayer from all uh, the the outer places of of the world, from different countries? Sometimes we live in countries uh, who... Uh, don't have diplomatic relations with Israel, even though now we we established uh, a peace accord with uh, uh, the UAE and and an intense uh, agreement, Bahrain, a memorandum yes. with uh, Bahrain. Uh, we still have a lot of countries which uh, do not have those relations with Israel, but we still are brothers and sisters in Christ. We still want to join together in prayer. So we decided to create a, a specific program, which uh, I'll let you unveil. Go okay, ahead. Okay, so the new program is called Jerusalem Praise, okay, and the purpose of this program is to create, basically, to unite the body uh, of Jesus, the body of Christ around the world, together, using our platform of uh, social media, um, that we're able to pray for each other, and um, 
we believe that the power of pray is, prayer is significant. We talked about it in our last uh, program. Mm-hmm. So we want to unite as uh, prayers, as people uh, all around the world who pray for each other. How do, okay. do, how do we do this in practical terms? So we would okay. like people to send us okay, videos. Okay, so we basically, so there are a few, a few things, okay? First of all, we would like uh, people to send us videos, a 20-second video, no longer than that because we won't be able to show it in the, in the program if it's too long. And we want also to be able to pray for as many people as possible through that program, okay? Uh, on top of that, we would like you to uh, share in the comment box or in a personal email to us uh, more elaborately your prayer requests so that we can also pray for you uh, through that. And if you don't want or you don't feel comfortable with the video, it's also okay to uh, send your comment. And uh, more than that, we would like you to pray for each other. Okay, We want to create uh, uh, basically a body of people who pray for each other not just uh, us praying for you guys uh, at home. We want to create uh, like an international family of people praying for each other, and uh, that way we can really you know, change the world. We would like uh, uh, to bring about significant change uh, mm-hmm. in uh, the understanding that we can approach God. Together we come, and, and God is among us. You know, when, when we say Jesus is alive, that's literally it. Yeah, yeah. He is alive. God is alive. He is acting. Uh, we experience in TV7 regularly miracles happening that uh, allow us to continue with our works uh, uh, and uh, bless others also. But uh, this specific program will start basically with, uh, as Yair mentioned, we will uh, request from uh, whoever is in need of prayer. Of course, we get a lot of prayer requests, so we want to allow as many as possible people to be in uh, this program and be part of this program. And uh, if you send those videos from wherever in the world, we will showcase it here on the screen here behind me where we will be able to Mm -hmm. hear a prayer request and uh, unite together as one body for that uh, cause, praying together for that. We may... uh, also open our Bibles, read some scripture. Uh, we will uh, encourage also pastors to join with this. Uh, so really we will become one body from all over the world, joining together one body of Christ, one body for God. And uh, through this, I believe that mountains will be moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, this is going to make a huge impact. Of course, uh, there are a lot of different scriptures that talk about prayer and the need for prayer and the need to do this to, uh, together in Ecclesiastic uh, 4.9.12 uh, from the New uh, King James Version, uh, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor, for if they fall, one will lift up his companion, but woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And the uh, threefold cord is not quickly broken. I, I think uh, the the understanding that we as one body are stronger together, are more uh, intent. If, if we start making phone calls to one person, he may get... Uh, more of an overwhelming uh, understanding of the intent of people. Of course, I believe that God answers each and every one of our prayers so long 
as it is uh, aligned with his will for our lives. Mm -hmm. But uh, if we join together, there is uh, a force in this prayer to go through uh, the the different uh, spiritual warfare that occurs during that prayer, during worship, during praise, yeah. and, and different aspects of that. Um, and God also is calling us always to support each other, to pray for each other. Indeed. We're like, we're one family, we're one body. We need to be there for one another. And there is power in that. Also, I would like to read in Hebrews chapter 10, 24 to 25. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Okay, so God wants us to have fellowship with each other. It's a, a key, a key thing in uh, you know in His will, in the kingdom, in the future, in our personal growth in Him to support, to build each other, and to be there for each other in times of need. Indeed. So this is one way that we here uh, in TV7, we think that we can uh, help achieve that, uh, do our small part in this uh, in this direction. Well, again, we're, we're one body, and, and of course, to, to materialize, this is a, an act of faith. We're going to do this uh, mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, uh, hopefully, the, the um, joining of all of you at home who will start sending your requests uh, also via video. Uh, we will make uh, a uh, certain uh, mechanism possible in order to to allow you to send this maybe via WhatsApp or, or different uh, yeah. mechanisms available. But uh, we will make sure that uh, we will uh, uh, be able to do this uh, very, very in the near future because I would like to launch this as soon as possible, of course. Um, and uh, another aspect of this is, of course, we're a donation-based program uh, production, and, and whatever we do, we need your support. If God puts in your heart to be part of what we do here, I encourage you to do so, so we will be able to also uh, continue with our efforts, not only by maintaining what currently exists and uh, uh Believe you me, it's it's not cheap to to run a uh, production house here in Jerusalem, but God is faithful to His word. He's faithful to those who seek Him, and uh, of course, um, I believe that this is God's house. It, it's not mine. It's not your ears. It's none of us. Uh, we're all here in order to serve Him diligently and make sure that His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And uh, as part of that, uh, I would like to move to the next point. Today, Rosh Hashanah, the uh, new year of the Hebrew calendar. Uh, give us a little bit of uh, understanding, Yair. What is it about? Is there a significance behind this? Where does it uh, uh, lead us into uh, scripture? And what uh, should we do? Should we act some way? Uh, it's, of course, uh, the Feast of Trumpets uh, uh, mentioned in the Bible. But yeah, uh, yeah. give us a little bit more of an understanding. Yeah, so first of all, I would like to wish a happy new Jewish year to you, your family, to all of our viewers uh, in all over the world. Okay, Shana Tova. Umetuka. Yeah, and sweet. Yeah, we usually yeah. Uh, the tradition is to eat apple with honey for this new year. So Shana Tova Umetuka is a happy new year, a happy sweet new year. Okay, so I would like to start 
by uh, like where did it all begin? Okay, it's the biblical holiday of Rosh Hashanah, and I'll read the uh, the Bible, the Old Testament, in uh, Leviticus. Okay, Leviticus 23, uh, in verse 23 to 25. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, "Speak to the children of Israel." saying, In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath rest, a memorial of blowing the trumpets, a holy convocation. You should do no customary work on it, and you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. Okay? So, basically, I like to call, um, you know, this holiday, and in general, the holidays, God's wake-up call for us, okay? I love, I love God, okay? He's, God is a, a practical God. He knows our weaknesses. He knows that we constantly need to be reminded of Him and of His, uh, that we need Him, basically, that we cannot do anything without Him. Mm. So I think that this holiday, which is the Feast of Trumpets, is basically a wake-up call for us to come back to soul-search ourselves and come back to Him. And in Hebrew, the name of the holiday is Zichron Trua Mikrei Kodesh, okay? Which means the trumpet is a memory, a reminder, basically, a memorial, a reminder, Zichron Trua Mikrei Kodesh, to read the Holy Scriptures, Okay, so how do we repent? How do we uh, search our soul and seek uh, what's wrong and what's, what we need to fix if we don't go back to the roots, if we don't study the Bible and the New Testament? It's about the Word of God. Yes. So, so this is the meaning of this holiday. So we need, we need basically to remember and to take the time, soul search ourselves, and then prepare for the coming of Yeshua. Indeed. Okay. And uh, I, I think uh, one of the, the intriguing parts of it uh, is that it is indeed a time, uh, they call it the 10 terrible days, mm-hmm. uh, during which uh, all of the house of Israel comes together and prays, uh, of course, now under the restrictions, uh, uh, which is uh, a nationwide lockdown here in Israel. It is less uh, possible, more intimate, only in the first circle of family and uh, uh, without friends. But uh, still, it is coming together. It is remembering what God did for Israel, who he is, and uh, saying the the prayers over and over again, God our King, you're the the, uh, most high God above everything, and giving him glory for everything, and in uh, really praying to God, pleading with God, forgive us for our sins. Do not let uh, the plague run over Israel and, yeah. and many other aspects of that that I find uh, very beautiful. And then this leads, of course, to the Day of Atonement, yeah. which is 10 days later, uh, during which all of the house of Israel uh, prays uh, for atonement uh, from God. Of course, we believe that our atonement is through our uh, Messiah, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach, who uh, uh, died on the cross for our sins, and through that broke uh, the the pact of death that we had and, and uh, brought mm-hmm. us into greener pastures. But I'd like to um, t- 
touch base on another aspect, and and this is, of course, there are a lot of of uh, um, comments, a lot of emails that we've been receiving about uh, the latest peace agreement between Israel, Bahrain, and uh, the United Arab Emirates, um, about the fact that uh, when you hear uh, peace and security, destruction and peace follow, uh, destruction follows. Uh, we have the scripture here. Yeah, how about you read it? Okay, so I'll read from First uh, uh, Thessalonians 5, verse 1 to 6. But concerning the times and the season, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say, peace and safety, then sudden destruction come upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in the darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. You are not in the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober." And this is, of course, uh, uh, one of the the verses that uh, I hear over and over and over again about, oh, peace and, and security. Yes, we, we do hear a lot of leaders speaking about peace, about uh, security, about prosperity, and, and all kind of aspects like that. But this should serve to us as a sign that, yes, the Lord is about to come. However, it doesn't mean that we should be afraid because God is with us. It means that we need to heed God's commandments. We should heed his calling for our lives. We should realize that our family and friends who are not believers might not be with us in the future. And this should trigger our, our uh, motivation to tell them about what do we believe? What is uh, our faith about? What is uh, the truth uh, as we see it? And... Uh, as the only I, way to get saved is to hear the word. So exactly. Somebody needs needs to tell them. So it's about uh, telling uh, your family, your friends about this. I know that sometimes it's uh, very challenging for many people. But when people, uh, you know, I, I come to friends and I tell them, listen, this, this is what I believe. This is the A to Z uh, mechanism of the way I understand uh, biblical scripture, the way I was convicted and my heart turned towards God. And uh, ultimately, if, if you do that as well, I believe that this is my responsibility because I love you. Mm -hmm. I am doing this. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't care. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And God calls us, of course, to love our enemies as uh, ourselves. And, and he, he puts on us a lot of uh, toll with, with regard to this. But uh, ultimately, it is about sharing the gospel and don't try to convince. God will convince them. He will reveal them, uh, himself to them. All you need to do afterwards is, look, I told you what I had to say. Now it's uh, uh, up to you. And, and pray. Encourage uh, uh, your friends who do believe to sit with you. Uh, send us to our program, Jerusalem Praise. Uh, prayer requests about specific people you would like to uh, pray for. We already have some of those requests which we pray for mm -hmm. diligently. And we believe that the Lord answers. He will reveal himself to those people uh, at uh, the time of his choosing, not ours. 
And uh, yeah, also, and remember that it's not you who are convincing anybody. You just do your part and follow through with what God wants you to say. And he will give you the words and he will tell you the timing. And then it, it's between him and that person. And when God reveals himself to somebody, it's impossible to ignore it. Indeed, indeed. And uh, another point uh, that was made, a lot of people have uh, been uh, saying, oh, we love your work. We understand that this indicates uh, the prophecies come to life uh, through our work because uh, what we do is we basically hoard a, uh, hold a mirror and try and push all the events into one mirror so you will be able to see which reflects basically a lot of the knowledge that we have received through the Word of God mm-hmm. about what may come to pass. We don't know when or where Jesus says himself. Nobody knows the time but his Father in heaven, something that we need to acknowledge. We need to acknowledge that nobody, if Jesus doesn't know, I don't know. Okay, this is the bottom line. But uh, a lot of people who are encouraged by our work, they also say, look, this is frightening. This is scary to me. And I understand it, it, it sometimes is indeed scary. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of situations, even for us, okay, that we've been to the military and we've been in uh, quite challenging situations, every soldier, every person who's been to the battlefield is afraid in different points in his life. And without that fear, you do not have courage and you do not have strength to have the logic of survival in your mind during those battles. So it is very important to comprehend this. Doesn't matter if uh, one was special forces or head of a elite unit or tank commander or whatever. People understand that uh, they are afraid we're human. However, the Lord God has given us uh, through those same prophets who warn us about uh, the future, they say the same. And I think in Isaiah 41.10, if uh, I may read this myself, New King James Version, the Lord says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am the, uh, your God. I will strengthen you, yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. This is a, a reaffirming of the same uh, prophet, uh, of course, one of, of many, but all of them say the same. Do not fear. Yeah. Do not fear, because God is with us. Who can be against us? Yes. And, and I believe that we shouldn't be afraid, but we should always prepare. Absolutely. We should always Absolutely. be ready. Okay? We don't have time to read the whole parable about the virgins, but as, as you know of it, you always need to have enough oil in your Indeed. Pocket. It's not about being afraid. It's not also about hoping for the destruction of Damascus or I don't know what, which there are prophecies about that. It is about understanding that we need to be prepared for his return. Uh, I encourage you, uh, because we don't have time, to uh, read Matthew 25, 1 to 13 uh, on your own time. And uh, the Lord willing, we will join you very soon for another episode of Editor's Note. And in the near future, of course, Watchmen Talk, the second part of the episode that Amir Oren hosted uh, together with uh, Ambassador uh, Ephraim Alevi, the chief of the Mossad, uh, will be aired also in the near future uh, very soon. So stay tuned. Thank you, Yair, for uh, being part of this. Shana Tova. Shana Tova Mevorechet. Gmar Khatimatova in the near future, but... Uh, God bless, and we will see you next time.
Thank you for joining us in another TV7 Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us on social media.